0: Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from OTRGold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Did you ever watch an amateur carpenter trying to put a new blade in a hacksaw? And just as he got it properly tightened up, it went. Well, here he is trying it again with another blade as we meet Fibber McGee and Molly. bunch of hacksaw
2: blades. I could get better iron than this out of a can of spinach. Now, <laughs> well, let me see. One more twist. <laughs> uh, dead rat, that dead rat thing anyway. They must make these things out of peanut brittle. When what are cr- you doing, Miggy? I'm getting ready to put up the porch swing.
3: Well, what are you doing with the meat saw?
2: This, my dear uninformed woman, is not the meat saw. This is a hacksaw.
3: Oh, well, if you have a friend in jail or something, I'll be glad to bake a cake around it and you can, uh... What are you doing with it?
2: I'm putting a new blade into it. Blades keep busting. I've been tightening them very gently like this, and every time I... <laughs> see what I mean? That makes four of them I've broken. Well, why don't you leave them looser? Won't cut anything if they're loose. I'll show you what I mean. Hand me another blade.
3: All right. Here you are.
2: Thanks. Uh, let me see... One gentle twist. Ah. Two gentle twists. <laughs> Three gentle twists. Ah. <laughs> there. I guess I was just a little... <laughs> I'm
3: out now, McGee. Don't say it. Ah, the death... Why is... do you need the hacksaw, anyway? I'm putting up the porch swing. Why do you need a hacksaw?
2: Because the hacksaw is... I need it. It's for the... <laughs> it, it's... My gosh, I guess I don't need it. Fine. Boy, is that a relief. I might have spent the whole day putting in new hacksaw blades. Sure. Now I can go to work and... Hey, are my eyes going bad or is that Sig Wellington coming up the walk?
3: That's Mr. Wellington, all right. Wearing a Panama hat that must have been woven underwater and taken out wet because... Ah, hand out there, Mr.
4: Wellington. (laughs)
1: Oh, there, Mrs. McGee, how you do brighten my day. And McGee, tarnished again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hello, Sigmund. Sit down on the top step and let's talk about inconsequential
1: things. How have you been?
3: That's the first pair of pants I've seen for a long time, Mr. Wellington.
1: Is this a formal call? Oh, no. I was going to stop in at the bank on my way back about a small loan, and I was afraid I'd get cold feet. <laughs> Beautiful Panama hat too sig weave it yourself no it's it's merely one of a large collection of hats I own. Mm-hmm. One of the advantages of being a theater owner is the lost and found department, you know. <laughs> you must let me show it to you sometime, all but the purses which I keep locked up. Oh, too valuable, I imagine. No, no, I just don't like to see those bags under my eyes all the time. <laughs> suppose you hide the umbrellas too because they remind you of the overhead.
4: Uh,
1: Very amusing. But what may I ask are you constructing with this vast array of mechanical impedimenta, my friend?
3: He's putting up the port swing, Mr. Wellington. You can stick around and
1: give me a hand if you want to, Sig. No, thank you, my friend. The last time you did some repair work, I gave you a hand. In fact, I gave you my all. In fact, that is my all right there. I've been looking all over for it. Hey, hey, wait what are you? Doing? Oh, well, take it then, engine giver. Uh, how splendid to have it back again. It isn't a pleasant thing at my age to feel that one has lost his punch. Well, <laughs> good day, old chap, and Mrs. McGee. Au revoir until next weak? Yes, but the thought of seeing you again gives me strength.
3: (laughs) My, my, isn't he charming, McGee?
2: Yeah. More personality than an onion sandwich. (laughs) I'd like to buy him for what I think of him and sell him for what he thinks of himself.
3: (laughs) Did you see him go away with half my tools? Now, don't exaggerate, McGee. He only took that little awl and he had a perfect right to it. He loaned it to you a year ago.
2: That's beside the point. He knows i got to put up this porch swing and deliberately ran off with a very useful tool. What would you
3: need an awl for?
2: I need an awl for the... In case I have to it'd make it, uh, I always give it... It might... Well, I guess I don't need it at that.
3: <laughs> of course not. Well, I've got to go see about dinner, dear. And if you need any help, you
0: just call for me.
2: Okay. Ah, there goes a the good kid. She knows when it comes to carpentering, I don't know my neck from a folding ruler. <laughs> but does she ever criticize? Yes. <laughs> but does she mean it? Certainly she means it. That's why she does it. She's a...
3: Hi, mister.
2: Huh? Oh. Oh, hi, Peeny.
3: Hi. Hey, what you doing, mister? What you doing?
2: Well, I'm...
3: What you, Hmm.
2: I'm putting up the porch swing.
3: Putting up a what, mister? Porch
2: swing. Don't you know what a porch swing is?
3: Sure I do, I bet you. We got one at our house.
2: Oh, you got a porch swing? Hmm? Hey?
3: What'd you say, mister? I says you got a
2: porch swing.
3: <laughs> Gee, how'd
4: you know? Who told you?
2: <laughs> I was walking by one night and it squealed.
4: Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hmm? <laughs>
2: Look, sis, I'm a very busy man. Very busy. I gotta put the porch swing up.
3: Oh, you got everything you need, Mister? Yes,
2: I have. Now, if you'll just get out of my way, and I'll stand. Are
3: you sure you got everything? Certainly,
2: I'm sure. Let me see: hammer, screwdriver, hacksaw. Grayson bit? Yes, I have. Oh, <laughs> I
3: bet you haven't, I bet you. Well,
2: I'll bet you any money money you want to bet up to ten cents that I got everything here I need to put up the swing.
3: Let me see the dough, mister.
2: Okay. <laughs> there you are. Thin dime. Now, what do I need to put up the porch swing that I haven't got? The
3: porch swing.
2: The porch... <laughs> oh, my gosh, I forgot to bring out the porch swing.
3: There you go. Uh-huh. goodness, this swing did need some fixing, didn't it?
2: Yeah, but it'll be okay. I put new slats in all across the back, tightened up the arms. Well, and... it
3: looks pretty good. hmm Where'd you get such uh, nice slats for the back, dearie?
2: Out of the front fence.
3: The front fence?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: McGee, you mean those are pickets?
2: No, don't worry. I took them out so as it don't show. I took out every other picket, see, and the fence looks like it's supposed to be that way. <laughs> You walk past it fast and you don't notice a thing.
0: Hello, Mrs. McGee. Hi, Mr. McGee. Hello, Alice, dear. Hi, Al.
2: Sit down and watch me put up the porch swing. Oh,
0: thanks. We had a porch swing at home and the boys liked it so well that I didn't get to see a movie for three summers. (laughs) That's (laughs) all. And my father finally had to remodel the house and tear out the front porch so I'd get a chance to go out at night.
3: (laughs) Well, it's a great place to get a boy to propose, Alice. Yeah, In fact, that's how I snagged uh, Mr. McGee in our porch swing, wasn't
0: it, dearie?
2: Yeah, that wasn't the only time I got snagged in that swing either. (laughs) Talk about nails. (laughs) Right now, I got 32 more pores than the average human body. Alice, there's a note on the table for you from a guy named Ricky.
4: Oh,
0: him. Hmm. Uh, Isn't he the boy you were with last night, dear? Uh, The Marine? I think he's a Marine merchant. No, no,
2: no. (laughs) (laughs) You mean Merchant Marine, don't
0: you, Alice? No, Marine merchant. Creepers. What a salesman. I get (laughs) you Well, I'm going up to bed now, Mrs. McGee. All right, dear. If anyone else calls, we'll take the message. Oh, thank you so long now. Oh, uh, Mr. McGee. Yeah? I, um, I hate to ask this, but, uh, well, would you do me a favor?
2: Why, sure, Alice. What's on your mind?
0: Well, uh, if you don't mind, could I have those pliers back that I loaned you to fix the Christmas tree stand with? Pliers? Uh-huh.
2: I don't believe I have any pliers with your name on them, Alice. <sighs> I got some here that belong to some guy named Davis, but I don't know uh, who. Al
0: Davis, that's the one. Oh. He's the fellow at the airplane plant that he and I used to go together, but we quit, and now he wants all his tools back. <laughs> oh,
3: heavenly days. car, you can have them, Alice. Here. McGee can always borrow them back in a pinch. Oh, gee, thanks,
0: Mrs. McGee. I'll see you later. And then, and, uh...
2: Well, there we go again. No pliers. How do you suppose I can put up the porch swing with everybody snaking my tools away one at a time? My gosh, a fellow drives to do some work and... What'd you need the pliers for? To put up the porch swing, doggone oh, Gone it. But why the pliers? Because the pliers, well, I could use them. Well, the swing, if they'd... Hmm. <laughs> Say, I guess I didn't need the pliers at that. Oh, well, I can finish putting these flaps in anyway.
3: Oh, my, that porch swing has really seen service, hasn't it, dearie? Yeah,
2: I'll say it has. Remember when Fred Nittany come to visit us right after the war? Yes. And we'd sit in this swing all day long and remorse about our different adventures?
3: You don't mean remorse, dear. You mean reminisce.
2: I don't mean any such a thing. Reminisce is when you forget to do something. Like I was reminiscing paying the gas bill this month.
3: <laughs> now, now that's remiss.
2: Are you kidding who? (laughs) Remiss is when you take two shots at something and don't hit it either time. (laughs) You miss and then you remit.
4: You're
3: thinking of remit. No, no, Pat. Remit means to pay and you didn't. Well, then what does remorse mean? It means you're sorry for something. And I am,
2: too. I'm sorry old Fred Nittany can't drop in again one of these days in remorse about our different
3: adventures. (laughs) Oh, hello, Mr. Wilcox.
2: Hiya, Molly. Hiya, pal. Hi, Junior. Hunker down on the top steps there and watch a real carpenter carping. What are you doing, friend? Well,
3: he's putting up the porch swing, Mr. Wilcox. And he always gets into one of his masterful moods when he takes his hammer in hand.
2: His hammer? Yes, my hammer. What's the matter? Your ears need glasses?
1: I, uh, just wanted to point out the name burned into the handle of the hammer, sonny boy See, H W I L C O X.
3: Why, so they are, McGee Did you borrow that from Mr. Wilcox?
2: <laughs> My gosh, I guess I did <laughs> Well, what do you know? <laughs> it's a small world, isn't it, Junior?
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can't even lose a hammer <laughs> this is your hammer, isn't it? Well, you know me, pal. I hate to make positive statements, but...
3: Yes, I know.
2: Get him, will you? Hates to make a positive statement. (laughs) What's that stuff you toss around every week about Johnson's wax? Just vague hints? (laughs) Well, that's different.
3: Why, Mr. Wilson? Oh,
2: Molly, please. (laughs) Asking him why at a time like this is like throwing a stick for a pup to chase. He's going to have his muddy paws in our lap now for the next five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> wola, wola. Now, how do you like that? Practically snatching a guy's hammer up from under his very eye. If that isn't What the do you certain... need the
3: hammer for now?
2: My gosh, the hammers, that's what I was. The hooks, if a if nails are when you. Hmm. Come to think of it, I guess I was through with the hammer. that
3: <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you any tools of your own, dear? Certainly
2: I got tools of my own. Practically everything here is mine. That broken ice pick. <laughs> that plumb bob. That piece of copper wire. Who owns the steel tape and the bracing and bit? And Doc Gamble. But that piece of rope is mine, and that spool that had the tire tape on it, that's mine. So Who's the... screwdriver is that? Doc Gamble's. But well, who do you suppose
4: owns that mail
2: file? I do. And that handful of thumbtacks. I do. Whose but hacksaw is that? Doc Gambles. But he never has my long ears. But did I hear my name, mentioned?
3: Oh, hello, Doctor. Come on up on the porch.
2: You ever hear the old saying, Doc? Eavesdroppers never hear anything good about (laughs) themselves.
1: Allowing for your lousy grammar, Smudge Pot, yes, I have. And I wasn't eavesdropping. Anybody who would eavesdrop on your conversation
2: would be stupid enough to look in the back of a telephone book to see how it came out.
1: (laughs) What do you think he's doing, Molly? He's
3: putting up the porch swing, doctor, and please don't make any derogatory remarks. He's very easily discouraged at manual labor.
1: <laughs> oh, I, wasn't, I wasn't going to be unkind. I think it's wonderful. Get a little of that tallow away from his belt buckle.
4: <laughs>
2: Look who's talking about a tallow, tummy. You got a bay window that the Dion family could watch a parade from. <laughs> Like you had been ringed five times in a horseshoe game and put your shirt on over it.
4: Well,
1: I'm the professional type, my boy. My occupation is sedentary. Well, why
2: don't you hire a sedentary, you cheapskate? <laughs> Afraid she'd steal your nine
3: cents worth of postage stamps? No, he didn't say secretary, dearie. He said sedentary, meaning that he sits down a lot.
2: Exactly. What do you mean, Exactly. He couldn't sit down anywhere exactly if his life was at stake.
4: <laughs> he comes in on a wing
2: and a chair.
5: Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha That's not bad, McGee. Ha <laughs> ha, not
4: bad. <laughs>
1: not very good either, coming <laughs> up.
4: Incidentally.
1: Incidentally, McGee, where did you get this brace and bit? My best Brace and Bit. Why,
3: he borrowed it from you, Dr. Gamble, didn't you, dearie?
1: It's mine, all right, but he didn't borrow it from me, Molly. Where'd you get
2: it, you little August snatcher? <laughs> well, for your information, you big sausage, I went over to your house one day, and you were out, and it looked like rain, and here was your best Brace and Bit out in the backyard. In the backyard? Don't give me that stuff, McGee. I keep my tools in the garage. Well, where's your garage, stupid? In the backyard, that's where.
4: <laughs> ah, McGee. <laughs> And not only
2: that, but the garage was unlocked. And if I hadn't have brought the brace and bit home with me, somebody might have walked in and stolen it. Oh yeah, well I never leave that garage unlocked, McGee. You little tool thief, and you know that too. Well, it might as well be unlocked with that broken catch on the back window. <laughs> Anybody could file boxes up there and get in. Just as easy as I did.
3: Now,
2: <laughs> McGee. Now, if that's the kind of gratitude I'm going to get for saving your tools for you, you big... Hey, give me a hand with this swing, will you? Doc, Old kid. Uh, <laughs> sure, McGee. Ready to put up? Yeah. Come on in the house and let's get the chains for it. Yeah. I keep them put away so they don't get rusted. All right. Where are they? Right there in the hall closet, Doc. (laughs) Just open the door and. This door? swing is up.
3: And may I be the first to congratulate you, dearie? (laughs) You followed through like a rabbit hound in a hollow log. (laughs) Why, it even hangs level.
2: Hangs level? Isn't it supposed to hang level?
3: Well, after you're married, yes. Huh? (laughs) But you know, a smart single girl will always have a porch swing that helps people get together at one end of it. Hey, yours
2: was always lopsided, come to think of it. The one on your porch in Peoria. (laughs)
4: <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll be... You
3: tricked me. You tricked me. <laughs> you tricked me, too. How did I? I always used to think you were so neat, the way you could tie a bow tie so nicely. Huh? And then six months after we were married, one of them fell off, and I discovered they were tied at the factory. <laughs> cried all night. No, <laughs> well, I don't know why.
2: You might have married a guy who wore factory tied foreign
3: hands.
2: <laughs> hey, look how easy the swing swings.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Needs a little oil. We you got any? I think there's some in my sewing machine. I'll ask Beulah.
5: <laughs> oh, Beulah? Beulah? Somebody out here yipping for Beulah? <laughs>
2: We got any lubricating oil, Beulah?
3: Says we got whisk.
4: <laughs> <laughs> lubricating
3: oil, Beulah—the kind you squirted things to squeak. Isn't there a little can
5: of it in my sewing machine? No, ma'am, ain't a drop left in this. I use the last of it in the Valcom.
4: <laughs>
5: in the what? The Valcom, the Valcom cleaner.
4: <laughs> oh, you know
5: the copper sweeper with the sound of it. <laughs>
4: Well, remind
3: me
5: to get some tomorrow, McGee. We wanted for this porch swing, do it squeak. Well, for goodness sake, ma'am, let us squeak. <laughs> Ain't nothing more home than a squeaking post swing. <laughs> Saved my papa's life once. What did, Bueller? A squeaking porch swing. Hmm. Yes, it did. My papa always smoked cigars and was always falling asleep. Oh. One night he wrapped himself in the porch swing a puffing and a rocking, <laughs> rocking and a-puffin' and a-rockin' and a squeaking, squeaking and a-puffin'. And, a-
4: squeakin',
5: squeakin and, a- <laughs> and all of a sudden he fell sound asleep. Well, uh, what saved his life? Well, ma'am, the minute he fall asleep, the swing stopped a-rockin'. And the squeak stop squeaking. Papa jump up and he holler, what's that? <laughs> On account he don't hear no more squeaking no more.
4: <laughs>
5: he wake up just in time to stomp out a fire in his shirt front. <laughs> stomp out a fire in his shirt front? What was he, a contortionist? No. <laughs> he stamped it out with his bare hands. Oh, I see. <laughs> anyway. That's why I don't mind no squeaking, no push, Well, maybe we better leave
3: this one, McGee. You're always doing the same thing, you know? Okay,
2: forget the oil. Might have my own life saved by a narrow squeak. Have his own life saved by a squeak,
5: man.
4: <laughs> Love that man. <laughs>
3: The squeak, dearie. Mm -hmm. I hadn't considered it in the light of a fire alarm. Come on, let's sit in the swing a
4: while. Personally, I don't mind the
3: squeak. Cheerful,
2: and the mosquitoes love it. Why? A squeak in the porch swing is like a moose call to a mosquito.
5: It is.
2: Yeah, he goes and rounds up all his friends and says, "Come on, fellas, over to McGee's. There's somebody in the porch swing."
3: isn't this peaceful, dearie? Just to sit here and relax.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Isn't that a lonesome sound? Yeah. Nowadays, whenever I hear a train whistle, I think of all the boys that are over there and. McGee, did you remember to write a check for that extra war bond tomorrow?
2: All rode out and on the hall table with my hat. Getting up the first thing in the morning. Wish I could get a bigger one, but. I'm straining the budget as it is.
3: Oh, bother the budget. We'd better come out short at the end of the month than at the end of the war.
2: Yeah. Yes, guess that's right.
3: Uh-huh. Like old times, isn't it?
2: Huh? Sure is. Oh, hey. I almost forgot. It. Reach under your end of the swing.
3: What on earth is... Oh, for heaven's sake.
2: <laughs> Let me take it. Here.
3: Thanks. Oh,
2: gee. (laughs) My old mandolin.
3: Swing up McGee and are in the mood for carpentry. You can put the screen doors on tomorrow.
2: Oh, I can't tomorrow. Make it Friday or Saturday.
3: Why not tomorrow? Hmm,
2: No tools. Take me two or three days to round them all up again.
3: Oh.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Good night. Good night, Al.